Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Making of Smiling Co. I'm your co-host, Ashley Hovedz. And I am Brian. Thanks for having me back. Actually, thank you for making me record. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is what we do best. Um, so it's been a while. We're making Smiling Company. Actually, we're making Smiling Company number two. So what's the update since the last time that we recorded? Um, Which was when? I don't know, a month or three ago. Although you did say I gave a lot of information when I was recording with the making of Limitless. Yes, yes. Your conversation with Dr. Nick had a lot of um, the making of Smiling Company in it, um, which I, you know, it's a good update for everybody. Uh, Dr. Nick, you're you're fantastic, but stop asking her questions. She's supposed <laughs> to ask me questions. He, so his his text message to me was, was that the making of Limitless or the making of a Smiling Co? <laughs> and I feel like Nick and I play really well off of each other because we're both in the thick of it. The thick of it. Yeah. yeah I'm I, just a few months or no, not even months. I think I'm just a few weeks ahead of where Nick is at. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you guys are going together, but, you know, as somebody who knows your story really well and is wanting to hear his story, I was like, why does he keep asking you about your story? So less Ash, more Nick. Got it. Less Ash, well, more Nick. It's all it's all about the right. Th I mean, if he wants to come on the making of Smiling Company and ask you about the making of Smiling Company, I think that'd be great. I think we just want to make sure that everybody knows what they're getting into for an episode. Yeah. Sorry, Nick. And Brian also was like, did you guys really have phone calls in the middle of your recording? I mean, this is true life. I was recording at the new office. I think Nick was also. Talking Something. with yeah. a contract. I don't remember what, but yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's, that's that, but we haven't done an actual episode of the making of smiling company in quite some time. You did have an episode that you recorded with Colin, I think in between meetings or driving between the offices or something along those lines. So anyway, that's a long lead into what the heck's been going on. I don't know, maybe in the past three or four weeks. <laughs> okay. Well, before we get into that, this is a quick plug because Brian and Colin know that I have not talked about the retreat. So we're going to do it now before the end of the show. You guys, we are doing the making of retreat part two. Last year was an incredible weekend in Napa. This year is going to be in Sonoma. And it is probably one of the most memorable experiences I've had with colleagues. It was an intimate setting in picturesque wine country, talking about everything under the sun, all the wins, but most importantly, all of the all of the losses. Learning opportunities. Learning opportunities, yes. And ask anybody who attended, it was it was magical. And I'm not just saying that because I'm biased. I know I'm biased, but it was it's amazing. truly amazing. And you can't get that on an online course. You can't even get this, I think, in any educational course. And I go to lots of CE. This is this is meant for camaraderie. Yeah. Yeah. And as a um dental spouse, because there was a lot of us that were there, uh, it was something that everybody came away better from. Yeah. Not just the dentists, but all of the 
uh, all of the sponsors that were there, all of the spouses that were there, everybody that was involved came away knowing people better, having better friendships, um, and really just, I think, overall being a better person. Um, so we're going to make you a better person. Yeah. How's that for a sales pitch? It, I mean, <laughs> I always want to be better, but this year we have some remarkable speakers. The The whole theme for the retreat is mental health, wellness, let's take care of ourselves spiritually, emotionally, physically. So we have the amazing Joanna and Josh Scott talking about marriage, talking about what it's like experiencing burnout what it's like working with a spouse, their own experiences with marriage counseling. We have the amazing Dr. Kyle Stanley talking about mental health resilience and also his own struggles with burnout. We have Dr. Andy Jean Nero. She is, um, I mean, she is a badass cosmetic dentist she worked with Dr. Michael Appa for several years, and she's going to be talking about not just cosmetics and photography, but what it's like addressing those high maintenance patients. Like what, what is she doing to attract that clientele? What is her new patient exam looking like? We have Dr. Katie Toe talking about differentiating yourself in a saturated marketplace. She's going to be talking about wellness dentistry and how to really set your brand apart from everyone else. Man, that's, uh, we have, we have other ones. I'm going to be speaking about where I'm at. <laughs> Depending on yeah. the moment, Ash's uh, conversation or speech or discussion will be a little bit different, but you know, you guys all know Ashley by now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. you know, if anybody is wondering why that is my security alarm, I think pause. And so for anybody wondering why we're talking about wellness and mental health and all of the ways to be able to make sure that you can actually do everything necessary to run your dental practice as good as it can be for as long as you can do it. Let's now talk about What's been happening for the past couple of months, my dear? So let's start with the big, the big news. What's, what, what's the biggest thing that's happened in the past couple of months? We opened. You opened. We opened after two years of planning and oh, dreaming about this new office. We opened and it's been a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, I mean, so we are in August. Right now, you have been open for about a month? No, two weeks. You've been able to occupy for oh, about okay. a month. Okay, yes. Right? So construction was essentially complete beginning of July. We got the certificate of occupancy July, yeah, mid-July. So, you know, I think it would have been nice if we have some stops along the way, but let's go back to maybe that last couple of weeks of the office trying to get finished, working with all of the contractors, rushing everybody into the office, um, trying to get it done to, you know, thankfully, you know, we had such a great construction team uh, that worked with us, but trying to get everybody in to be able to have the office actually get that certificate of occupancy. What, um, what thoughts or memories come to mind as I want to step back to that 
that time frame? Well, I know there was a mad rush to get a good majority of it done because we were hosting an open house with Bank of America. We we did a whole startup bus tour where 50 people were um, touring the Folsom office, two other dental practices in the area, and then we ended at Roseville. So that happened on June 17th. And at that time, guys, there were still boxes everywhere. My office was in disarray. It was like the week leading up to that start startup bus tour was mayhem. And I mean, there was a lot riding on this because obviously my contractor and his subcontractors, that is potential new business for them. And they wanted to be able to showcase our new office in a really good light. Bank of America obviously wanted to show off the new office because they are, they're doing my loans and um, they've been a terrific lender for us. So around the clock, I think that week we had four different things happening all at the same time. All the IT went in. We had glass there. My glass guy was working around the clock and he was actually He was very um, understaffed. I think he worked by himself all of Saturday, all of Sunday. And and he booked a hotel across the parking lot just so that he could wake up at five in the morning to start working on the space. Uh, What else? Paint. Oh, gosh. There's so my we have so many walls that needed to be painted. So, and my, um, what is it called? The slat walls. The slat walls went in that week. The slat walls went in that week. Yeah. I mean, and you know, you said so many boxes everywhere. I mean, really it was construction, right? I mean, it wasn't just boxes, Uh, you know, boxes would have been one thing, you know, you were housing a bunch of dentists and, you know, people in the dental industry coming by to showcase the office. Yeah. Everybody, uh, the construction was happening around the clock. People were there. You know, it's felt like at least 20 hours a day. Um, and then, you know, you hadn't actually ordered much of anything at that point. No. So, so we brought all of our furniture from our house so that you could have people sit down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when they came and visited. Good thing I have a mobile, aka a minivan. I loaded the back of that minivan with all of the chairs. And I took multiple trips just so that people were not sitting on the floor, Indian style. Is that PC? I don't know. Do, do they call it? I, I don't I know. Don't know. I, I think you should have just let people sit on the floor. Yeah. That was a headache bringing all the chairs back and forth. Well, let's just, okay. To put it in perspective, we had chosen this date with Bank of America, June 17th, because theoretically I was supposed to have had my final inspection by June 20th. So if everything went according to plan, we would have been at the finish line if everything went perfectly yes yes perfectly yeah well you know construction tends not to go perfectly um but realistically june 20th was supposed to be final inspections we did them first week of july second week of july something like that and the city of roseville kept failing us for certain things yeah but i mean you know that's only two weeks off 
thing. It's yeah. all, all, the grand scheme of things. You know, most people don't decide to throw an open house before you're targeted <laughs> to be finished. So I think, I think in the grand scheme of things, you know, two, two and a half weeks was really not that far off target no. um, in terms of being no, done. No, I had the best team. They really, they really rallied. Everybody rallied. They, they wanted to, to make Smiling Co. Roseville a, a star and she was. And now she looks even better because she's finally done. <laughs> so we came through that bus tour and then, you know, we we're kind of working up. And obviously at that point, you know, you can see the, the finish line. Um, things are still wrapping up. So obviously there was still a lot going on. Uh, the glass guy, um, to fin- the fin- you know, so you got the glass in, but then the finishing touches. So anybody who hasn't actually seen pictures of uh, Smiling Company Roseville really needs to jump on some form of social media and check out the pictures of the glass and the amazing work that these uh, artists did because the glass is absolutely spectacular. Um, but so he had, he was still working on the finishing touches. I mean, that guy, I feel like every, we would go show up randomly at like two o'clock on a Sunday and he was just there working, work, working. His poor girlfriend even accompanied him because <laughs> he lives two hours away. And in order for her to actually see her man, she had to come to the, the job site. It's true. Yeah, she was she was just hanging out. Uh, <laughs> That's love. <laughs> um, but so we're getting through there. I mean, you know, obviously the the rush and, and we don't even need to get into the fact that you forgot to order furniture until the very end. Oh, my gosh. Can we just talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You guys know that I'm a spaz and I like don't have a plan. And you would think that after two years of knowing that this office is eventually going to open, I would have had a longer runway for all the furniture to be ordered, but I did not. So in in very Ashley fashion, we started searching for furniture in like July. I think I ordered the first round, the 4th of July sale, because that's when everything was like, 4th of July sale, 4th of July sale. So we don't have all the furniture in yet. Yeah. Um, yes. So there was <laughs> there was no furniture even picked out, much no. less ordered. No. Um, until the very, very end. And so I'm we... so surprised. I'm like, you can't just deliver it, like, on Monday. So we're you know, in the final stretches, trying to get the office done, starting to think about how to open the practice, trying to get the team ready, thinking about all these things. And no, no, we weren't thinking about that. We were at West Elm <laughs> looking at swatches. I have so many swatches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. Uh, it was. Yeah. I feel like that was an only Ashley moment. Like. That, Is it though? I, don't, I mean, I don't know, but. To the amount of time that we spent at West Elm at a time when I think there was a lot of other things that we probably should have been doing. You know, that's the part that I love the most, right? Which is amazing that part. you took so long to get there. Yeah, what was I doing? I oh, think, yeah, still seeing patients in the other I think what you were planning was you knew that really in those two weeks you're supposed to be, you know, doing team training and working on the systems for the new practice and how to do that. And you're like, that's not going to be fun. I'd rather go look at furniture. Yeah. A hundred percent. That is not, that's not my forte. That's why I hire amazing people. I, yeah. So I wanted to skip over the furniture, but we did it. So we furniture ordered late. 
And then yeah. we're we're still moving towards finishing construction and starting to ramp up. And tell me what's going on in your head at that point. So we're let's say getting close to July, end of June, early July, and we're you know about a week and a half from getting a certificate of occupancy. Like where where are you mentally? I think that's when I just started to really struggle. It, mm, I have a, I have something else that's happening at the same time as the the opening of the practice, dealing with a, um, I don't even want to talk about it, but it's, it's really unfortunate because this moment should have been such a joyous occasion and and it robbed me of my joy and um so now i like even now i have mixed emotions which is so weird to say because it's been such a it's been like riding this high, like getting to design my dream office, getting to pick out the furniture, getting to discuss floor plans and, and all of those things. Like my, my joy is in the build. I love to create anything. I love to create podcasts. I love to create things that did not exist before. And at that finish line or leading up to the finish line, I was so, and I still am because it's still happening. It just, it took me to a different place mentally that I couldn't allow myself to bask in what was happening. And I don't think I really fully let myself sit in it until yesterday when when studio 88 was asking me questions and um there's just so many things guys that you see on social media you see all the it's it's so cliche you hear thrown out all the time you you see the highlight reel you see the laughing and the fun stuff you see a beautiful office you see beautiful smiles you see before and afters but there's so much that happens that you don't talk about. And um, I'm dealing with something right now that that's been hard. And I've lost sleep. I've already not been a very good sleeper. And these past few weeks, it's, um, I have a, a call with my attorney tomorrow. And I just sit at one in the morning, two in the morning, and my mind just starts to spiral. And I know that everybody says, like, don't let this one thing, don't let this one experience or one person take that from you. Don't let it dull your spark. And I don't know how to shut that off. And... 
And it's gotten to the point where I, I am, um, here, let me, let me tell you some backstory because I know I'm all over the place, but you know, it's stream of consciousness. So I was supposed to see this patient doing a smile design in a new place. And before any procedure, we always take blood pressure. Her blood pressure was through the roof. It was 160 over 105. And we took it multiple times. We actually had to um, abort treatment the first time around with her. We sent her straight to her physician and she ended up needing to get on BP meds that day. And her doctor was very grateful that her dentist was, was conscientious. And, um, and the same patient came back after a week and we tried it again, took her blood pressure also through the roof. And then Brian told me, well, why don't you calibrate it? Which means like, why don't you put it on yourself or anyone else and see if it's the cuff? And so I put it on myself thinking that I had perfect blood pressure. And guys, my blood pressure was 155 over 105. And then that's when I was like, okay, it's not you, Aaron. It's, it's the cuff. Like that is so wrong. And, um, but before I dismissed it, I had Colin take her blood pressure, my other assistant take her blood pressure, as well as another assistant, which all of theirs were completely normal. And then I took my blood pressure four more times that day on two different cuffs, and they were all reading 150s over 100 plus. And I think, um, that just really put it into perspective because I've been getting, I've been coming home with swelling in my legs and my feet. I haven't been sleeping. And I think I didn't really tell Brian until recently that I just started to feel like panic attacks. Like you feel like the world is caving in and it's hard to breathe and then I'll just get really hot and then I have to go outside and just remind myself to breathe and I've never had that before and and it may be this one person that triggered it but then when you feel overwhelmed in in one area you start to think about all worst case scenarios for everything else. And I just, I started a spiral thinking about, okay, so now what's going to happen with practice number one? And then how am I going to support practice number two? And then dealing with this attorney situation while also realizing that I've completely neglected talking about this amazing retreat that's happening. And also at the same time that I have three children who, when I come home, I'm here physically, but my mind is anywhere but. And 
uh, it's just been really hard these past few weeks. Like we have this beautiful office and I have so many blessings on blessings and so many things that I know I am so grateful for. And I can't shut off this, um, these voices in my head. And, and I started, um, listening to Kyle Stanley and I'm, I'm so happy that he is one of our keynote speakers for the retreat. He has a course called Lightside Academy and I've been listening to that and he just talked about his own struggles with burnout and dealing with three separate occasions, all that happened in the same year, all of which made him want to quit dentistry. And um, it's just, it is a lot of pressure, whether it's I'm putting it on myself or, and, and Brian's been so amazing. And he always tells me like, it's, you are going to be fine. The offices are going to be fine. And I just feel like a failure. Like we opened this beautiful office and we have a beautiful, fulsome office. And I feel like I'm failing everyone. Which isn't true, by the way. I mean, I, mean, I understand that those are your feelings and not trying to downplay that, right? But I mean, we do try, you know, I feel like my job is to try to obviously be there to help and support. Um, but also to try to give you a little bit of perspective, right? I mean, you're not, there's nothing that's failing. You're doing amazing. Side note, none of this has to happen ever, right? If it's ever something that doesn't bring you joy, that's the kind of the entire purpose of this. Right? For anybody who's been around long enough, we talked about how, you know, to do, to go through this. The only purpose was to, for you to be happy with it. There's no other reason. Except it's bringing you stress. It's probably something that we need to address. And whether that's, you know, you figuring out how to help with the stress internally. Um, to stop putting so much pressure on yourself that is, you know, false evidence appearing real. and causing you to believe that something that isn't true or sell the practices. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is all for your happiness, yeah. not for, you know, it's, it's very hard to get to this point of the office opening. So, so, so long in the making so much work that's gone into it. Something that's absolutely insanely stunning that quite, Frankly, if you walked in the door and somebody told you you're in a five-star hotel, you'd be like, oh, that's a nice five-star hotel. And it's a freaking dental office. Um, and for you to be in a place at that, that moment where it's open and it's realized yeah. that's not joyful, is it, it's tough. 
I mean, obviously, I'm sure it's tough for you. I mean, it's, I can say, speak from my perspective. It's very tough to kind of be here with you and trying to walk you through it, and but not not really knowing how. Yeah, and it's also the reason why I haven't shown up on social media. Yeah, like I can't, I can't talk about even just my cases. Like I feel, you know, when you're not in the right mental space you you just want to shrink and um but uh to address my blood pressure concerns guys i i went to my doctor yesterday they were able to squeeze me in and i am for the first time ever taking hypertensive medication which welcome to your 40s dang well, thankfully, we live across the street from very good friends that also happen to be a cardiologist. <laughs> yeah. So it's really helpful. To... But it's so bad that she called me and she said, you are needing to message your primary to get a referral to see me because that medication that you're on is not enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. She's, I... <laughs> she's very aggressive with blood pressure, as I would imagine cardiologists are, cardiologists are supposed to be. Yeah. That's why I stopped telling her about my blood pressure. Better if you just ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. So. So 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 we so we opened an office and it's not been as exciting. No, I mean it's it's amazing. It's it is everything I dreamed and then some, and then it just is also a pressure around me. I think. To, to watch it grow and nurture it and continue to care for the first location. And yeah, it's. Wow. You asked me earlier if I have questions. Yeah. I had a lot of questions, but I feel like I don't have any questions at this moment in life. Wow. What um, were your questions? I, I honestly don't remember. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know that I saw this episode going this direction. I knew that obviously I know you've been dealing with some stuff. I didn't quite think we'd go. I didn't quite think it would um, follow through this way. So we're gonna put this on the making of and little broadcast. That's fair. Um, well, so so let's kind of maybe then finish walking through, right? I mean, obviously, mentally you're not in a great place right now. Um, but I'm getting there. We're getting there. Uh, I mean, I know every day, I, you know, we're checking in on you, trying to f- help you with trying to figure out about the sleeping and doing all this stuff. It's, you know, I mean, obviously, I think all of that's not quite where we needed to be um, in in recycling. But as we're as you now have seen the office open, doors open, seen people's reactions to the space. You haven't quite done your first cosmetic case in the office yet, but that'll happen. Uh, at some point soon. I have six consults next week. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm so excited that my my team, they're still, they're still rallying. And I just, gosh, I have the most, and I'm just going to segue into this because Studio 88 was like asking me what makes Smile & Co. different. And I can talk about the design and all of that, but at the end of the day, it really is just the people my the people that I have are incredible and they've been like it's 
it's my birthday on Saturday and they surprised me with a birthday celebration yesterday when Studio 88 was filming, which was so amazing. And today I went to the Folsom location and then they had their cards because they know that my love language is words of affirmation. So I had a bouquet and cards there. So yeah, it's, it's just me. I think I just need to be medicated. <laughs> I just want to... <laughs> I am. I am the linchpin. What is that? What What does that really mean, though? Like the linch, linchpin. The thing that everything circles around. You're the reason why things exist. And the reason why things will fail. Yeah, I mean, so that's what I think about it. Too so, so there are two different sides of it, right? Yeah. The reason why things exist, coming from my perspective, and your side, the reason why things will fail. Um, <laughs> yeah. Once again, for the record, scoreboard. So far, um, the side's winning. He's pointing to me. Uh, nothing's failed yet. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, you have no points on the board for that. The reason why things fail scenario. But so that team's amazing. Um, I mean, I, so kind of kind of circling back to that. I mean, obviously, you know, we had Studio 88 in town to be able to do the website refresh to get some footage and some pictures of the new space, uh, you know, to really see everything, right? Uh, the office come to fruition, things happening your vision in through other people's eyes right mm -hmm. whether that's through josh or the rest of his team your team's eyes the patients that are coming through i know we've had some family members that came all the way up from los angeles because they were so excited and, and, and visited the space to 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 see your vision come to life and experience other people experiencing it has to be something that is helping to ease whatever internal zhuzh yeah. is, is going on. Yeah, that's, it's, that has been so, I mean, it feels unreal. It does. Like it's, it's my dream house. It, dude, that, it, that place would be such a nice place to live. We should have put a shower in a bedroom <laughs> upstairs. We joke consistently about the fact that our house is looks so neglected. But we both have three boys compared to both offices. But especially, yeah, I've I've been protecting Folsom recently because everyone's talking about how beautiful Roseville is. Uh, Folsom is gorgeous, and I'm like, too. Folsom is still in the top one percent of dental offices <laughs> in terms of its aesthetics. It's just you know, it was built in 2017, and that was your vision then, and this is 2023, and this is a different vision. It's more mod. It's a little you know more modern to the current times, and it's the next step in the next evolution. And so of course, from, you know, your design perspective, it's going to be that much more yeah. um, interesting and impressive, but you know, I'm, I'm feeling bad for Folsom at this point. I'm going I'm, I'm, to, I'm about to part, perch up and start seeing patients out of Folsom to make sure Folsom gets the love <laughs> that it wants. Well, people <laughs> still love Folsom. Yeah. Folsom, I'm here for you. Don't let <laughs> Ashley tell you otherwise. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> No, it's, it's really cool. And I keep, um, as, as crazy as 
I can be and go down my rabbit holes and have anxiety attacks and have high blood pressure and start thinking about worst case scenario. I do not regret any decisions. Like it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Well, I think we covered a lot of ground and um, though I'm sure there's plenty more that we could discuss. I think that's probably enough. I think we've taken people on a little roller coaster of uh, emotions already. Um, sorry if you guys made it to this point and you're on the way to work and you end up with tears in your eyes or some, uh, <laughs> some feelings uh, before seeing patients today. But I think that's probably a good place for us to, to end this episode of the making of smiling company. And we have officially made Smile & Company Roseville. And we are continuing to make Smile & Company in all of your dreams. And um, if you want to cry in person with <laughs> me, come to We will have Sonoma. unlimited tissue boxes yeah. available. All of the... <laughs> no, I, I'm going to have... I have lots of stories to share with you in person. Yeah. But, you know, I, I mean, I think, you know, I know I said it earlier, like the reason why you chose to make this retreat about wellness is because there's a million places people can learn to acquire new patients, can figure out how to make systems, um, even a million courses where you can learn how to, you know, do X, Y, or Z procedure. Right. But none of that stuff matters if at the end of the day you're not happy yeah. and fulfilled, right? And so to be able to have a group of people that understand the struggles of opening a practice, of being the linchpin, and probably sometimes feeling more like you're the person that's going to make everything fall rather than being having the feeling that you're the orchestrator making everything happen. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's why, that's why the retreat exists. That's why this retreat is different and why it's meant for a different person focusing on a different aspect of the evolution and the happiness. That's really the goal of owning the practice, not just, you know, having green at the end of the day on your net sheet. Yeah. And to speak to that, so we have a mastermind that meets once a month. So all the docs who came to the retreat the first time around, I was in Scottsdale and that coincidentally was our mastermind session. We meet the first Wednesday of the month and it was so nice to be able to talk to them and not just to them. They shared their own stories. Like each one, like it was, it felt, I can't even describe how hugged and supported I felt. Like empathy. We were just listening to the audiobook, The Power of Vulnerability by Brene Brown. And she talks about going through a shame spiral and we all have our triggers. And shame cannot live in the same 
environment when there is empathy. And everybody talked about whatever they're dealing with in their personal lives, in their professional lives, whether they're taking medication, whether they're not seeking therapy. It's, it was exactly what I needed. And I felt so lifted in that moment. So I really hope you guys do come. And um, I've always been about sharing the, the story, whether it's high or low. So I hope you guys can relate and I hope you guys can make it out to wine country because it's, it's exactly this, but in person with wine overlooking the best vineyards during the best time of year and bring your significant other because who are we without them? Oh, thanks, baby. Yeah. See, I, I can be nice. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to Therapy Session uh, number, what what episode is this? I don't actually know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe something? Um, if you are wanting to come to the retreat, I've just decided that, um, well, there's, there's going to be a, a scholarship program. Um, Ask me what I mean about that. Um, DM me on Instagram or Facebook if you're curious. Basically, we are partnering with our sponsors um, and they're subsidizing the costs to help bring docs to wine country and experience this. So, yeah, yeah because, because it's all about the people that we have there. And yeah. We want to make sure that we have the right people in the room. Yep. Um, but also, please, um, if you enjoyed this, if you listened, please um, give Ashley virtual hugs. Uh, oh, and thanks. but but al- but also, please share it with anybody that you think would find value in it. Um, you know, the more that you guys share the podcast, the more that we um, can share the stories and be there for other people that are going through similar situations. Um, reviews would also be nice. Uh, I don't, I, we don't actually look at the reviews from this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but um, we would appreciate it if you left them. Um, and yeah, you know, I think all of that helps with getting the word out about yeah. you know that we want we want all the docs to know that there are people going through the same thing, and exactly. that there are people that understand the difficulties of being a doctor, being a spouse, a parent, a business owner, all of the above. And it's, it's hard, right? Adulting is hard, but there are people that are here to try to help. Yep. Amen to that. All right. That's all I got. Sign us out. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the making of and little black dress because this is going on both this was therapy session and i feel better talking talking about and um we'll chat soon bye guys <laughs>